please take your seat. Let me attempt to teach the word. Amen. Preach to you on a subject that is that has become very contentious in our days. Amen. But very critical to our living also. It it, it made it so difficult for pastors to preach on finances that the pastors struggle to preach on finances and reveal the principles and the mysteries behind a kingdom prosperity. But this morning I'm going to be strong in the word and push you into a realm where revelation will come to you forever. Amen. So I'm preaching on the subject breaking financial hardship by sacrifices. There are many rich people in the world and there are many poor people in the world. Rich people will go to heaven. Poor people will go to heaven. But the wisdom of the wise, of the wisdom of the poor is not regarded on earth. So it's not in God's plan to produce poor people in his army. But Poor people can't be in his army. Are you here with me? But God does not have any table plan to make his redeemed a poor army. Are you here with me? There is no father who gives his daughter into marriage expecting the daughter to, to suffer in that marriage. But, but there are daughters of fathers who are suffering in marriages. The plan of God are of good and not of evil. So God has no plan of producing poor people. Help me on stage. God has no plan of producing more, more poor people in the church. But the church has I don't know what has happened to the church, whether we have tuned off our ears from what the Spirit is saying or we have not worked with God enough to get to know the secrets to living this kingdom life. If your life is just like the life of people who are in the world, I am sorry to tell you that your kingdom life has not manifested yet. There must be something unique about your life which brings the kingdom into perspective. Can I hear a big amen? So let's begin with the scriptures. Genesis chapter 22 verse 5. Every worship requires sacrifices. You cannot separate sacrifice from worship. Every worshiper is a sacrificer. And for today, I'm not talking about sacrificing your time, sacrificing your energy, sacrificing your skill. Sacri no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your finances. So the Bible said, and Abraham said unto his young men, when they got to a point in the journey that God had called him into, he, the, 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 he got to a point and said, young men, stay here. 
Because worship is a personal work. Tell somebody, worship is a personal work. And what you do for God, others will not understand it. So he told the man, stop here. This is how far you can come with me. But I and my yard, we will go yonder and worship. And what was Abraham going to do? He was going to sacrifice his son and he called it a worship. So sacrifice is a form of worship. If you say you worship or whatever, you are someone we know who sacrifices to Akbalekbeji. If, if, if you, 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 you worship Novoko or whatever, we know in the year, in the month, in the season, you go and consult and you sacrifice. So if you worship God, there must be that connection, not once, not twice, but a lifestyle of sacrifices. Can I hear a big amen? So we see Abraham, the first time the word worship was mentioned, was you see Abraham carrying a sacrifice unto God in obedience and in faith. Follow the teaching. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 3. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. Talking about Elkanah, the husband of Hannah. So the Bible said, and he went up into the city every year to worship and to sacrifice. To sacrifice and to worship. You can't separate the two. They are Siamese twins. A true worshiper sacrifices to God. A man of worship is a man full of many sacrifices to God. So he said, and he went up out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh and the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, the priests of the Lord. So we see in Genesis 22 verse 5, and First Samuel chapter 1 verse 3, the connection between true worship, true worship and sacrifice. So you remember God saying in Malachi chapter 3 that you, you, you have robbed me in tithes. And so that God expects sacrifices, offerings, willing offerings, Sacrificial offerings, tokens, tithe, first fruit. God expects it from us, those he has loved. Everyone you love, you expect something from the person. Yes or no? Yes or no? Everyone you love, you expect a certain gesture from the person. God expects that if we worship him in spirit, we must sacrifice unto him. And that is a principle that he cannot temper with. It's unchangeable. No matter what anyone will say, God loves to receive sacrifices. In fact, not God alone, God's. That is why when you go for blood money and you are supposed to do certain sacrifices periodically and you don't go, you lose what you have. 
there is something that connects the earth to heaven we call a sacrifice. I thought you were clapping. So, when God wanted to save humankind on earth, there should be a sacrifice, an eternal sacrifice, a, a sacrifice that to speak forever. So, between the earth and the heaven, God threw Jesus Christ to stand between the earth and the heaven. So the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave. I pray for somebody today that you will connect to the heavens through the example of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Matthew chapter 2 verse 11. True worshippers are men of sacrifice. True worshippers. He said, and when they were come into the house, they saw, so we've entered into New Testament, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped. Can you see that word there again? Hello, can you see that word again? There. Yeah. They worshipped him, and when they had opened they are treasures. So you can't say you worship God. That is why just coming to church doesn't mean that you worship God. There are people in church who don't worship God. They are associates of the church. They want their name on paper so that in case they get a funeral, they will have a church in the funeral service. They are passing through the church and the church has not passed through them. When you worship, you open your treasures. You don't hide your treasures. Come on, give the Lord a clap. When you worship, look, you worship your spouse so you don't hide your treasures from your spouse. You open it up. True worshippers open up their treasures to the one they worship. When you hide your treasures from God, you are not a worshipper. It's a sign of distrust. If a husband is hiding his bank account from his wife, he doesn't trust the wife. Hello? Hello? If you lie to your wife that you earn 1,000, when you earn 15,000, you don't trust your wife. You are not opening up your treasures. If you worship God, you will open your treasures to him. I see true worshipers in this house. I said I see true worshipers in this house. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Mark chapter 8, verse 34 to 35. And, and then you saw the treasures they, they opened. Gold, frankincense, and men. Treasures that are treasures. <laughs> and when he had called the people unto him, with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me. Come on, who is speaking now? Come alive. Who is speaking now? Let me hear you. Who is speaking now? You can hear me. Let me hear you. Who is speaking now? Uh -huh. So follow the reading. And when he had called the people unto him, 
with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever, whosoever. So he called some people with his disciples. So this word is not for only men of God or some special people. Together with the men of God, the church people, church members and pastors together. So he said, whosoever. Whether fra fra, dagomba, gan, chi, Ghanaian, Somalian, South African, American, eh, 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 whatever, a eh, Japanese. Well, he said, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross, his cross, not my cross, his cross. So in grace, you still have to carry your cross. He will give you the grace to carry your cross. So he said, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. So you deny yourself. That is where most of the messages of the don'ts and don'ts and don'ts are. Denying yourself. Oh, but grace gives us freedom to No, you have to deny yourself of certain pleasures, of certain comforts to please the one you worship. I thought you are clapping. Deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. Verse 35. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake. Whosoever will make him his life discomforted for my sake, I will comfort him. Yeah. Whosoever will make his life tight for my sake, I will make his life flourish. But the one who will decide to make himself comfortable, I will tighten his life. Give me another version so that they will understand it better. How me cry, yinya me aye, onokona. I can see Abraham going with Isaac on the mountain and singing this song. How can you take your son to kill and be singing this song? It's only true worshippers who can sacrifice joyfully to the Lord. Don't you are clapping? Oh no, Kona, Asayi, Oya Batampa, Nayamu Ye, Akase, Karapaha Satakabaha, Matoko Sapakataya, Merakatabaha, Sapala Gadabaha. We thank you for the spirit of sacrifice. You obtain no. And I can see Abraham having a bigger view than what his servants were seeing. So he started singing. In the cross, in the cross, be my club. Others saw the cross as a curse on the young man. 
This guy, what is wrong with him? But this man, Abraham, carrying his son, rest beyond the ring. In the cross, in my suffering, is my glory. In my suffering, is my power. In my suffering, is my advancement. Except a corn of wheat falls unto the ground and dies. John 12 24. It abided alone, but when it died, it brings forth much fruit. I pray for you today that your eyes will be opened into kingdom mysteries that will change your life forever. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering in the house. I'm sure they were beating the man. What is wrong with this man? Your son, you don't have any child, not even. Not even a child. You have only one biological son who God gave you. What are you going to... What, are you sure you heard from God? Are you sure? Are you sure you heard from God? You are just going to suffer for nothing. This one, it is overzealous. I heard from God. He said, offer Isaac to me. Your son, the one you love. Look, anything you cannot kill for God will take you to hell. Anything you cannot kill for God will take you away from God's presence. If God walks to you one day in your morning devotion and says, give me your car. And you do like this. And you leave the room because you felt you just God comes again. Give me your car. And you cannot give your car out. You are not a true worshiper. Because the worshiper knows that all that he has is from the deity he worships. That's why a man, a man was in blood money and he, he decided to stop. And he, was, he, think, he thought he was smart. He was running to the ATM to redraw a lot of money as backup. When he put it out, papers, this is not story real life whatever you have was guaranteed and given to you by whatever deity you worship that is why you go to the village and you see how your hometown people are defending gods in the compound they warn you don't, don't, don't cut this tree don't cut this tree because they, they believe that the source of their prosperity and the name of the family is in that deity. So whatever the deity will ask for, they will give it out. But as for us, we are free licensed Christians. Free licensed. There should be something dangerous about you. Yeah, something mysterious about you. And it should be the nature of God on your life. What kill others cannot kill you because you are committed to the God that you serve. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. So the Bible said, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, the sake of the kingdom, you will save it. I see the Lord. I see the Lord blessing everyone here with a thousandfold blessing.
Your amen is not strong. Now, what is a sacrifice? I feel God's presence in the house. Let's honor the Lord with a good clap offering. I love the man of Galilee. You can lift your right hand and sing that song. Taking away my sins with the Holy Ghost in me. I love the man of God. Oh, I love the man of Galilee. For he has done so very much for me. He has taken away my sins with the Holy Ghost in me. I love the man of Galilee. A sacrifice is an offering of any kind to secure favor and avoid calamity before your God. A sacrifice is any kind of, of, of offering. So a sacrifice could be the time you spent in church. It's a sacrifice. Some people, every like Bill Gates, if Bill Gates attends any meeting, it's a sacrifice. Because every second, he earns millions of dollars. A sacrifice is any kind of an offering you give. So it can be your talent, your skill, playing the instrument, and I'm not paying you anything. You are sacrificing. Are you here? A sacrifice is your energy. Today I got here by 8, 6, 10. Normally I get to church by quarter to 6 or 6, and I'm here. And when I got here today, some people were already here putting the place in place. They are sacrificing. Are you here? Number two, a sacrifice is to make a special offering to God. A special offering to God. Number three, a sacrifice is to give a costly offering to God. Something that will cost you. gave up my car and I took draw, draw and taxi for six months. It wasn't nice because when I stand, hey, Pastor Prince, Pastor I was, I was, I was embarrassed. It's not a nice thing at all. Then you sit in draw, draw and people will be insulting you. They won't see that you are anointed. Come at here, chill, 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 in one taxi. I'm still working in the corporate world because I'm sacrificing for the church. Because if I come full time, you have to take care of me. The reason why we have enough money to do a lot of the things we are doing is because I'm not directly underpaid. 
So I pay my rent, I buy my car, I pay my children's school fees, and I'm happy. I'm fine. I'm showing you what sacrifices. So in the next 15 years, if you see me in my private jet, and you don't understand, my sacrifice has gone on the ground. Are you here? So you, you, you have to learn how to give something costly to God that will speak for you in many days and many years. So sometimes I go to work and some people who don't know me as they'll be insulting me. Oh! Some of the workers will talk to you anyhow. Yeah, you are working. And I don't go there like a man of God. I work normal. It's a sacrifice. So when they insult me, I have to pray for them. So that they will not be cursed. Because you can't point your hand against the anointed and not come under a curse. But it's a sacrifice. And it is a proof of your humility. Some of you get anointed and get gifted like Lucifer. And pride enters into your heart. Do you know who I am? Your walking's changing. When they are talking about anointed people. You can't mention three people in Ghana and not mention me. A sacrifice is something you give to God that will cost you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sacrifice is to give a worthy thing towards a worthy cause. A worthy thing towards a worthy cause. A worthy thing towards a worthy cause. I was in my office one day and one of you came to tell me he's sacrificing his car for the project. And I'm like, wow. A worthy thing towards a worthy cause. Companies pay all kinds of money for street jams and carnivals to support immorality. But Christians struggle to support worthy things and worthy cause. May it not be your problem. I said, may it not be your problem supporting a worthy cause. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering in the house. A sacrifice is to give away what is dear to your life to obtain what you need in your tomorrow. What is dear to your heart today is for is when you give it out to God, to obtain what you need in your destiny tomorrow is a sacrifice. A sacrifice is to give to God what he needs to provoke a divine response from him. To provoke a divine response. There is something, even us as pastors, even us as anointed vessels, when you give an offering to us, something stirs up in us. So I imagine, I'm imagining God. Isaac is going to die. What, do you, what food have you eaten? But yet before he died, he said, prepare me, I need a venison. And when I eat and I'm satisfied, then I can offload the blessing. There is something that connects a sacrifice 
to the activation of the anointing. I pray that in 2020, you will walk in many sacrifices in your life. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. One day there was a man of God. His, his children were going wayward. And people were gossiping and all that. Then one person came to ask me that, how can a pastor's, pastor's children be doing this? I said, don't worry. God will correct them. Because the sacrifices of that man will never go in vain. Today, they are all okay. Correct, pure, right before the Lord. You see, when there is a sacrifice, you can clap. Whatever you do for God will never go unrewarded. It will never go unrewarded. If even political campaigns, people put themselves in and they are moving from house to house and when they come into power, they give people positions to reward them for their effort. How much more God when we labor for him, when we give to his house and give for his cause. I'm praying for you today that as you step into 2020, your heart will be a heart of a worshiper. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering in the house. A sacrifice will always cost you. Anything you think is a sacrifice that did not cost you was not a sacrifice. It will cost you. It will change certain arrangements in your life. That is why you should never insult your mother. You should never raise your mouth against your mother because she had to sacrifice her body, her beauty, the flatness of her stomach to bring you into the world. Today, maybe your your breast is standing firm. Your mother's breast is praying to God. So you think, Wabasu. You deflated it. <laughs> she sacrificed it for your well-being. You cannot open your mouth and insult your mother. That is what we are we call honor. That is what we call as the profitability of sacrifice. If she also did not sacrifice a womb, she will not have that woman or that man in you. I pray for you today that your eyes will be opened into the reality of sacrifice in the kingdom of God. Give the Lord a good clap offering in the house. If that offering isn't costly to you, it's not an offering. It's, it's not a sacrifice. Not every offering is a sacrifice. Like what you do, first and second, first and second offering you give. I mean, some of you, you know, you have piloted it. First, you are giving five cities. Now, you are two, two, one. Two, two, one. It's a confirmed word. <laughs> two, two, one. So, even when the angels, they send angels to to, to, to come and encourage you, don't tell God this one. The formula now, nah, I know how. Two, two, one. <laughs> More than Alex Ferguson. Or both consistency. <laughs> God, you see. First service. First offering. Two CDs. God, you see. Oh, God, so don't worry. I've touched his heart. He will change. Second offering. Two CDs. Oh. Okay. 
I think now he has understood the poor man's offering. So I'm sure he will change it. Then you show the red card. Say, oh God, I told you. This guy, two to one. <laughs> that is not a sacrifice. That is an offering. And most offerings go unrewarded because it doesn't carry the sweat of the bearers. The offering that will go rewarding is the offering that carries the sweat of the bearers. I thought you were clapping. Let me wrap up. It's a seven-page message. I'm still, I just finished page one. So I'm wrapping up. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. You see, if, if I complete my message, he said, you'll be fed up with me. But I'll leave, every time I'll leave you on the way. Then you are like, oh, I have to come back next weekend. If every day you come, I give you pure word, complete you. I have to leave you somewhere. You say, oh God, if pastor had continued, what was he going to say? You'll come back next week. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. It is always a painful venture, but very rewarding to sacrifice to God. It is hard sometimes. So difficult. So difficult. So hard. One time something happened and they needed some money. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. I had to pull. I, I felt it. So it has, I suspended my personal plans for kingdom adventure. And I never lost that personal plan. It came to pass. That is how it works. But if I had stuck to the personal plan, I may have gotten the personal plan, but something would have happened and I would have lost my money. It's always hard. No, when you are in the world, you don't understand some of these, these messages. Oh, why should I give to God because God, God has already blessed me. Yes, I didn't say God hasn't blessed He has blessed you with all blessings in spiritual places, in high places, in heavenly places, in angelic places. You are blessed by you yourself. Are you not frustrated? <laughs> no, you bring it down. Let's, let's bring it down. We finished the one in the in Ephesians. Let's bring it down. You yourself. Is there not a contradiction? So there is a connectivity. You must connect and reflect the kingdom you belong in. And some of these things are what we teach you every day. Prayer, fasting, fellowship, giving, worship, praises. All these things come together to give you access into these blessings that belong to you. Your father can leave you properties in the wheel. But if you don't get access to the wheel, you will die a poor man. So you are blessed. You are blessed. As for blessing, you are, even you having a teeth, you are blessed. That, that you are not sitting here doing, holding your gym book like this. You don't know a toothache till you get one. So as you are seated here and you are smiling and you are clapping, you are blessed. For you to walk to church, you are blessed. They are people. I mean, they are people. Yesterday, LP was telling me something. He said, she went to Kumasi last weekend. He said, there was this man, very rich man there. Rich man in Kumasi. Rich. 
He took his car to a mechanic, whatever. I don't know what happened to the car. And the car moved whilst he was standing in front. And the car passed on the leg. And the leg broke. They took him to Confanoche. They fixed the thing. They said he should sleep in the hospital. He said he won't sleep. Well, he's a big man. Me, rich. I, I don't want to mention him. One rich man. They rushed him. They brought him home. I mean, if he compares the comfort in his home, he doesn't know that death doesn't respect air condition. <laughs> death doesn't respect air condition, no. The next day he died. Yeah. So all his money. I conclude by saying that nobody ever was dying and wish he gave less to the kingdom of God. The day you'll be dying, you wish you gave everything to Jesus. <laughs> In the word in past service, I'll go into that one. <laughs> Nobody ever regretted on his sick bed that all my tithe and offerings, they tell the church, they should bring all and give to my children. No. They will wish that they did more. They gave more. They sacrificed more. They offered more. Because when you see Jesus, that is when you will appreciate your givings to the kingdom of God. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. You, we don't necessarily give to be rich. We give because we love God. We give because we want to commit to the kingdom. So I know some of you say, oh, Pastor, me, I'm okay. Or, me, I don't need healing. I'm already healthy. So why should I give? If you truly have the seed of God in you, you will always give to God at any cost. Can I hear a big amen? amen? Most of you cannot marry pastors because you can't sacrifice certain pleasures. You can't. You don't understand what it means to marry a pastor. It's, it's a complex thing. Some of you, you, you run away from there. You just leave the marriage. Yeah. That you want to always lie by your wife. Can, can, can you cuddle me? Can you cut? Where? <laughs> 1 a.m. I'm in steady room. Cuddle what? <laughs> can you cuddle? Can you cuddle? Cuddle what? Can we go for holidays? Where? And leave what? When you see, we, you can plan. Oh, 24th. We have a, a date. 24th. Because we won't be in the dream. Oh, yeah, I They're like, hey, when we plan anything, then you spoil it. Don't marry a pastor because you cannot sacrifice certain things. And sometimes it can happen when you are married to a businessman. Or dream business. When is the next holiday? <laughs> the next holiday. We will show you later. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. One time we are saving to buy a property in Sacramento. Saving, we got to an advanced level. 
the one that Taba said, now this money we are saving, we are behaving like unbelievers. I'm taking it to the church. Some of you, unless you kill me before. Some of you, some of you will stand at the door. Eh? You are taking what? 40,000 where? Unless you kill me. <laughs> some of you praying for husbands. God knows you are not ready to sacrifice certain things. That's why your marriage is delayed. If you don't learn how to sacrifice in life, there are realms of glory and realms of power you can never get to. If you can't sacrifice, you are not a man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when this church began, this was not how it was. It was very boring. We were mechanically pushing the eight mass work by force. The choir will sing, and you won't know what they are singing. They will all be clapping. Give them a clap. Give them a clap. Clap. Powerful minute. But you know. You that you sang. You know that. <laughs> we didn't have our own organ. We were borrowing organ from campus for every Sunday. So weekday, no organ. I had no microphone. Nothing. And then you, you try AC. Every service, we are in AC. Every service, you are on Facebook. You see? There is a period of dying. And if you cannot die, you cannot live. Period of dying. You are a woman, you want a wife, you want to see your child grown. And you put flowers in her hair. Do you know what it means to raise a girl up to 13 years? Come on, close your eyes and put your right hand on your heart and pray. Thank God for the spirit of sacrifice. I'm still going to call out some offerings I want you to offer to God. 